are you friends with anybody? Welcome back to another episode of Boys on Water Podcast. It is the bonus today. Special edition. Special edition. Coming at you live. Coming at you live. We got Houston's own No Friends. In the building. building. Him and Baby Cody. You might know him because of Baby Cody, but he's a producer. And we want to give credit to everybody. I'm a production guy, and Owen Amino, this, this, this motherfucker's beat is hard. This man is tough, yeah. If you don't know, if you haven't listened, I've been put on recently. If you haven't listened yet, you need to make sure you, you need listen. to tap in. Yeah. We're going to call him right now. It's going to go straight into the interview. Let's get into it, bro. Let's yeah. go. He got the special ringtone, boy. Man's different. Yo. What's good, bro? We are on live right now on the podcast, bro. Yes, sir. 
So, man, bro, first of all, I want you to go ahead and give your spotlight, bro. Just tell people who you are, where you, what you rapping, and just also just what you what you do. My name is Nelson. I'm from Houston, Texas, and I'm a producer. Yes, sir. So, I mean, the first question that we got, well, I'm going to take over the first question that we got. So, kind of the first question that we had was what kind of got you into music? Like, what inspired you or who inspired you to get into music in the first place? Um, like, when I was in high school, like, the whole, like, SoundCloud shit was popping off. Like, I was, like, big on, like, Xavier Wolf, Chris Travis, like, the whole Sesh Hollow Waterboy shit. Like, like, out the gate, like, when it first, first started. And mm-hmm. that shit just had to, like, damn, like, this shit. Because they was doing, like, some different shit. Like, I don't know, I just really fucked with that shit. And I always wanted to, like, do music, but, like, whenever I associated music and me doing it, it was always, like, rapping. Oh, I'm a rap. But I'm like, and then, you know, I don't rap. So, uh, and then fucking, I used to, like, scam type shit. That's how you spend my bread. Mm-hmm. So my mom, like, like, man, how you get money? How you get money? Like, you got all this money? I was like, man, I made beats. And so, like, crazy it's just that's insane because i think that's the best part about your game is like we like like i said i haven't listened to you a ton yet shay's been trying to put me on for a while i finally went like went through and listened to no friends with cody and everything one into this week and like your beats are ridiculous so like to be self-taught and do all this stuff is crazy so props to you for that first of all what was the like i guess the first software that you used whenever you first got into the game but I first first got into the game. I had Ableton, Ooh. and I didn't know what the fuck I was looking at. What I, was. <laughs> I made one beat on Ableton because, like, I was trying to look at YouTube videos and shit. And like, uh, every other video was like FL. It'd be like three Ableton videos, all the rest of them FL. So I'm like, let me see what FL talking about. And then FL just way easier. I watched like half a YouTube video. I was making beats right after that. That's crazy. That's Ooh, that's like, because what you do with your music and like the beats you make are impressive enough. Let alone now learning where it all came from, just like takes it up another notch for me. So, yeah, bro. And, and that's the thing about it, bro. Um, I just want to get into it more because 
obviously I listened to like R and Cody one, two, and then I listened to Baby Usher and shit like that. Like, did you, when you were growing up, like with your parents or just in general, did you have like a big like influence with like R and B? Did they have a heavy influence on you? Because a lot of the samples that you do, you do have a lot of like R and B samples. But yeah, like growing up, there's a station down here in Houston called like 102.1, and they just play like the classic R&B shit, like all the hits, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Usher, mm-hmm. R. Kelly, like everything. And like, when I'd be with my dad, we'd be listening to like the hip hop station, and him having his zero, or whatever, just like, all the ignorant shit. And like, my mom would listen to it too, but when we were in the car, like she didn't like that shit, so she just put it on 102. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. like, y'all have some plan. And I used to always, like, fuck with the R&B shit. Like, I liked it a lot. And uh, when I first learned how to make beats, like, the first video I watched was on sampling. Because, like, you know, like, Kanye used to sample. I'm like, shit, let me see what, you know what I'm saying, what sampling is. So out the gate, making beats, I was just sampling, like, R&B shit. Like, Alea, fucking Earth, Wind, and Fire, the Ivy Brothers. I was just sampling any song I thought was fun. Right. So every beat I made for, like, a good six months was just me sampling. Before I learned how to like make my own sounds type shit. And that's the thing, bro. I think like, like, would you consider you like as like one like a like a Houston producer, or do you think that you're just like you're good everywhere? Like you could go for an Atlanta type of beat, or like with a Memphis and the or like a Detroit type of rapper. Like, do you think you could be versatile in everything? Yeah, I've definitely made all types of beats like that. I feel like in my heart of hearts, like when I just sit down and just like. You know, I just sit down and make whatever, like, my vibe is. I don't even right. know what I'm going to make going into it. Right. So, like, I, th- I don't know. I, feel like I just like some me shit. I wouldn't say is any city in particular. Definitely Houston influence, like, when I originally started. Because my homie Broad used to say that all the time. Like, well, you a Houston-ass producer, like, when I was coming up. And they're like, no, I just do me. And, like, I can do the Detroit shit. I can do the Atlanta shit. You know, the hyper-pop shit. Like, I can do all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, I just like to stick to my roots. Like, my shit most of the time. Okay. Like, you know, you got to step in the other avenues just so, like, you know, you don't get burnt out. Yeah, I feel you. Like, so so with the Houston and talking about Houston, like, how do you feel? Like, what do you think about, like, the state of Houston rap everything? Obviously, with Travis doing his own thing and then Meg, uh, Meg the Stallion's on her come up right now and everything she's doing. Like, how do you feel about the state of Houston rap and, and producing how it is music-wise? I feel like, like, back in, like, the early 2000s, Houston was on, like, a big, big come-up with, like, Power Wild, Zero, Shrimp Thug. Yeah. Like, Houston was making a whole lot of noise, and then, like, it just stopped. And then, fucking Travis was, like, the first one to just, I I try to be, I'm saying, to just, like, go up and go stupid. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, like, I saw Travis's come-up from, like, like the bottle because my homie again brought that he put me into a lot of shit that I know now and uh like he was always on Tumblr and shit so when Travis like first came out he was like trying to put me on and I ain't gonna cap I wasn't really trying to hear and then one day I just sent out listen to the shit and I just peep like the growth and everything and I'm kind of seeing like that whole shit kind of happen now with just Cody Heaven YGR Tisha just like Houston starting back like with a lot of versatility a yeah. lot of different sounds, a lot of different artists, everybody's making noise. So I see it definitely like bubbling up, boy. And I feel like y'all getting y'all respect now, too. I mean, y'all was, I think, like the last couple of years with everything with like Tisa, he's been going crazy. 
Then you got Travis going crazy. I got Don Tolliver, Ashton Travis, Beyonce, the whole label. Like it's just crazy. And then like y'all sports was at a pinnacle too. Like y'all had the Rockets up for a minute, Texans was up for a minute, Astros had won their little World Series in between then. So it was like Houston was almost the place to be at for a minute. It was, yeah, in in all things. It's crazy And and it's still good, but I think the question I'm gonna get to it, everybody wanna know is like just like you and Cody's working process and how you guys met and just how you guys like vibe with each other and stuff like that. Uh, originally, I met okay, so Broad Day, I know him since I was in high school. I met him my freshman year, and he was real good friends with Heaven. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I had seen Heaven around a few times, you know what I'm saying? Nothing too crazy. Like, we went like homies and all like that. And brother just hit me one day. He was like, man, Cody's having a show. Like, it's his first show. Like, we need as many people as we can in there to, like, help him and, like, support him, show him love. But I didn't know who the fuck Cody was. You know what I'm saying? Well, I would just drive to the crib, and he would always hit me to, like, try to, like, get me out the crib and get on the scene type shit. And he's like, man, you got to go. So I was like, okay, cool. So linked up with him, and then Heaven came and picked me up. Cody was in the car, and my other homie, KB, and Prince Keys in the car. And uh, we went to his first show, and like known bro since the first show, like he followed me and shit. We was like like then we knew each other again. We we're like the best friends, and uh, I would just keep seeing him around. I kept asking him like you know hey, like get on the beat, let's do a song, let's do a song. He's like yeah, yeah. Like one day, whoop, and I hit him up one day randomly, pulled up to his crib, and uh, we did a song. And I just showed him, like, how to, like, sample. I gave, I showed him, like, just some shit I knew about beats that he wasn't doing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, really after that day, we just locked in. Because him and Heaven had a crib together. So I'd be over there all the time. And I was getting close to the Heaven. Him on, like, the Don't Die scene type shit. And uh, we just been locked in ever since after that. And what was your, which one was your favorite project more to make? Uh, the, the number one between you and Cody or the, the two? I'd say two because one basically how both projects were, like Cody had songs on like other beats, or, like his beats and shit that like he didn't use. So I'd take the vocals and make beats around all the vocals. So every song you hear, that's how I did it. Wow. Like he recorded on other shit. That's impressive. So uh No Friends of Cody one, like I was just dry doing the vocal shit, like just when I when I be bored. And, like, we had dropped Mariah Cody, and they did, like, some numbers on SoundCloud. And then we did another one that did numbers. And Cody was on Lava. It was like, you and no friendship with Dr. Tate. He was like, that'd be fun. So, like, just all the little throwaways that I had already made, like, his vocals and shit. Like, that was no friends with Cody one. Like, I just put that out. I didn't even have to try. Because I already had that shit. And then, like, no friends with Cody two. I enjoyed that project more because I was like, I... I knew what I got, like the response I got from the first one, you know what I'm saying? Everybody fucked with it. I'm like, I know they're going to be excited to hear the second one. Mm-hmm. So whenever we went through, he gave me all the vocals. He just sent me like a Google Drive full of vocals, like a bunch of songs. I went through. I just really, like took my time and like made that shit. That's... So I think we the second project more. Damn. 
That's crazy, bro. But yeah, I just I've never heard of somebody doing it like that, like to build the beat around the vocals. Like usually, I feel like it's the other way. You know, you let the rapper come in and try to catch the beat and then let him flow on it. Like for you to come in backwards like that and then build the beat around it, I feel like is even more impressive now when you go back and listen to it, knowing that like, like the track "Dangerous," like. Like, when he's saying dangerous on the hook, like, he said that shit one like, I wasn't just, like, building the shit around. I was, like, chopping up the verse, rearranging what he was saying, putting it in different places. Like, the hook on dangerous, he said dangerous, like, once. And I just chopped it up. I made it the hook. Wow. And then, bro, and the uh, thing about it, bro, you would never know because when you listen to Dangerous, now I'm thinking about it in my head. It sounds like he's saying it repetitively in the mic, like, dangerous. Like, I, I, now, nah, bro, that's crazy now you think about it, bro. Yeah. Dude's really out here, right? So like have you um have y'all got like any other talks from like any OGs in the city or like any other like besides Yachty of course, like anybody else like reached out to y'all on like like fucking with y'all music? Shit. I can't speak for Cody, but like a lot of uh like Houston OGs have tapped in with me, like a few just like uh fucking slim thug. And a lot of people, honestly, who like, I used to listen to on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. like Chapo, fucking Chris Travis, like random people just like hit me up, they like, oh, send me some beats, or I'll fuck with your shit, or like, they'll send me a song that I did with somebody, and be like, yo, this is fine, send me some beats, and I was like, oh shit, like, <laughs> and I never would have thought this person be hitting me up. Even though it's like nobody super stupid famous, you know what I'm saying? Just people I used to look up to. I was like, this is cool. So, um, how did the song with Yachty come, like, up about? Um, that was, like, when Yachty, like, had first, first reached out, maybe, I want to say two years ago, a year and a half ago, and, uh, he had reached out to Cody, he told Cody sent some beats, and Cody sent the beats, and he was like, man, I'm gonna put some of your beats in here, too, so, like, you know, if you get someone, and it's yours, you know, like, He's just like, like looking out for a nigga type shit. Yeah. Well, simple. And then Yachty, he called the like, man, that R. Kelly sample be like, I did that shit, that shit's crazy. Like, he sent the song back. And like, so I had the song for like a long ass time, like before it ever came out. And uh, it was supposed to go on Lil Bo 3. Oh, wow. Yeah. And like, he said, like, it's going to be my album, it's going to be my album. And, uh, Every time we talk to him, like, he'll just, like, say it random, like, yeah, that song's on my album, one of my albums. Little Bo 3 came out. Then, like, his his uh, engineer reached out to me for the stem so they could mix the song properly, and my cash really going on the album. And then it came out, and the song wasn't on there. Damn. And they were like, okay, it's going to be on the Deluxe. So I'm like, okay, cool. And then the Deluxe came out, and it wasn't on there. So I was like, damn, you know, it's like, probably, like, sampling issues or whatever. But uh, I reached out and I was like, shit, can I have a song? And he was like, yeah, go for it. So then I dropped it on my shit. Because I wanted the world to hear that. Uh, and I had made that beat probably like two, three years before I even sent it to Yachty. That was like an old ass beat. Wow. What's it? So, yeah. Damn, that's crazy. So, so with that and everything, like, also, like, on that same note, like, how did the song with Pierre come about? Because I love both of those tracks individually, so I'm curious how that one with Pierre came out, too. Oh, uh, I just got a homie who's cool with Pierre. I told him to ask him. It's like, I guess beat. And I just got beats both times. He, and he never sent a package, just one beat. So I just have to 
And then also, like, I'm trying to get with everybody. Like, how did you and Tissa come around? Because you got a couple songs with him. Me and Tisha. So, like, before Tisha was like, you know, Tisha was grand, you know, to dip the world, the whole dance shit or whatever. Like, in Houston, he used to shoot videos. So, like, if you needed a music video shot, you would hit up Tisha. Damn. So, uh, when I was, like, first coming up, like, working with, like, little local artists, uh, I had did a beat for like some local niggas and they were shooting a video. They was like, put your video shoot. I was like, you know, cool. And Tisa was shooting the video. So I was like, man, Tisa, you know, whatever, it was cool. And like, he followed me on the ground, I followed him. And I saw he did music, but like, he was more so focused on the videos at the time. Yeah. And so yeah. I would see him around the city at like events, so like just random places. And I would always see him dropping music. I'm like, this nigga's music is crazy. And, bro, and, uh, not to cut you off, but I don't think people get like, and I think the biggest thing about Tissa that's honestly kind of cool, besides like the TikTok thing about it, is like, it's catchy too. Like, if you got a catchy song and a catchy beat, that's like, that's as like manifestation right there in itself. Like, it's gonna, it's gonna go with these people. So, just to see him doing what he's doing, that's fine, but continue. My bad. Oh, no, it's great. Uh, so basically, like, long story short, uh, nigga just working, kept working, and then we would always make up from time to time, and then, like, the, the shit song Dip just went stupid. So that's when the whoa had popped off, whatever. And then he went up today, so songs were root. And when I did the first little billions, I had I just went to his house, he's like, yeah, what you been working on? And I said, I'm trying to do a tape, just put all my niggas on it. He's like, Ben, let's do a song right now. And we did it. Damn. And then uh, the second one, I told him about the second one, he's like, you know, I got to be on it, bro. And, they got- and I was like, oh, like, I've already DM'd him because I, I remember that night, I think it was like Spotify or Apple was tripping or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, we had ended up talking, but I really, really appreciate you hopping on the show, bro. Just giving us your time, bro. For real, that means a lot to us. Yeah, it really does. I love to show so I love. I appreciate y'all fucking me. I fuck with anybody that fuck with me. Yes, sir. And um, we're we going to put this out. And I hope, man, I hope you I hope you blow up off of it. You get more streams off of it, bro. For yeah. real, for real, dog. Oh, no, for sure. I appreciate that, bro. It's for real.